Wolfpack Nation. Thank you all so much again for tuning back in. As we got an exciting episode today. We got a former NC State football player, and, and I think uh, for for me personally, I mean, I think it's a NC State football legend. You know, you, you, I mean, he was just a a guy that that for four years in a row, you knew exactly where he was at any point on the football field. And uh, so Brandon Bishop, a former NC State safety from 2009 to 2012. So, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Yeah, guys, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So before we get into it, though, please make sure, again, if you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button. It really helps support us in the channel. Give this video a like. Check out all of our great NC State content. And give us a follow at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. So, Brandon, first of all, one thing that, again, we always love to do with every single interview, um, and for those who have watched a lot of our interviews before, know exactly what, what this question is going to be. But, you know, we always like to kind of give our followers kind of uh, our listeners uh, a little bit of kind of an update of, you know, what you're up to these days, you know, kind of what's what's going on in the, in the life of Brandon Bishop these days. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to start. Um, so I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've become a North Carolinian. Raleigh is now my permanent home. Um, mm-hmm. I'm here, uh, live kind of a stone's throw from the stadium, uh, right mm-hmm. next to the fairgrounds and, uh, yeah, married. We have a two year old now. So learning how to be a dad, wow. cool. uh, selling some software and, uh, yeah, rooting on the wolf pack, just like, uh, yeah, just like all you guys. Mm-hmm. Man, how'd you how'd you score a, a a house right beside the fairgrounds? That's uh that's some that's some that's some requested uh, uh real estate for sure. <laughs> yeah, my neighbors are parking like fifty and sixty cars in uh in their backyards, wow. and uh, yeah, it's 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 chaos during uh during fair season, but it's fun during football season being able to walk over to the games and the, uh, tailgate in your own driveway. There's uh there's some perks away from yeah that would be from, awesome. graduating, just life in general, not <laughs> being not playing football. Is that how's that been for you? Man, I think anyone that plays uh you know plays college football, you know, or any sort of high level of football knows that, you know, when the game's over, there's, there's a little bit of a transition period. And, you know, if, uh, if you were playing guitar since you were five years old and then all of a sudden at 25, they told you you couldn't play it anymore. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's challenging. And I, I've had my fair share of challenges with it, but, um, you know, I fortunate enough to play in a lot of football games, start a lot of games for the Wolfpack. And so, um, yeah, I've, kind of close that chapter and on to, you know, other things, being a dad, being a businessman and, um, you know, mm-hmm. doing well, but, uh, it's definitely an adjustment and a lot of guys kind of get hung up on, you know, dreams that didn't quite, you know, materialize or didn't go as, you know, they had planned or hoped. And so playing guitar. Uh, like yeah. It's, it's a transition for, for anyone that's so I can totally done something that. for that long. Yeah. Or I can at least, un- I can at least imagine it, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, you know, yeah, it's it, it's kind of wild. It's like one of the few things in life, like, you know, you pick up a golf club and you can play that, you know, until, uh, you know, until you can't really walk or swing a club anymore. And even like basketball, like, you know, you know, I see like Scott Wood and some of those guys that I used to know and hang out with that are uh, NC State yeah, hoopers and point. some of them aren't playing anymore, but you can still go to the gym and like get shots up, or you can still go play in an open run or a men's league. But <laughs> play flag really football and just lay out a guy. For, for football. So <laughs> it's uh, it's it's definitely a transition. Some guys, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Not not for me, but um, I'm a huge football yeah. fan, so um, you know I like watching it. And you know, some guys they stop playing and they can't like they can't really be around it anymore. But I'm so a then huge if you're a big NFL, NFL fan, fan who's who's fan, your team? So, Are they doing? Um, I well? love it and still you know still watch a ton of football. <laughs> um, so it's weird. I grew up like I'm a South Florida guy. I grew up um, near Miami. So, uh, Dolphins fan growing up for years and years, going to the old pro player, Joe Robbie stadium, but, um, you know, got a little bit of taste of the NFL and, um, spent the most time, uh, up in Minnesota. So I still kind of pull for them. Um, Adam Thielen is a buddy of mine. We were cool practice squad rookies the same year. Uh, Harrison Smith is still there. He was a teammate of mine. So, uh, yeah, I'm more of just like, (laughs) you know, casually observing, you know, got red zone on for eight hours on Sunday and kind of seeing what, what the whole slate and board's doing. But if there is one team, I guess it would be the Vikings. Cool. Well, and, and, you know, one thing too, you mentioned Harrison Smith, and actually one thing I was actually going to bring up at some point in the interview, but since you mentioned them, I guess I'll go ahead and bring it up. But, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, looking back, you know, and obviously you, you first got signed on to the practice squad with the Vikings. And I mean, I truly do think like looking at Harrison Smith and looking at like, for example, his uh, like, like both of your um, pro day uh, performances. I mean, they're pretty much exactly the same. I mean, you guys both ran, you know, mid four or five, uh, like four or five, five forties, give or take. Um, you know, I mean, even like watching his game compared to, you know, yours when you were at state, very, very similar where, I mean, I think you were, I, I, and at least this is how I would classify. He's kind of like an all around safety and like, not necessarily like the biggest hitter per se, but you know, I mean, like, you know, you you would do it all, you know? And, And I think Harrison Smith is kind of in that same ballpark as well, at least from, from my understanding. So, I mean, do you, would you kind of agree that, that you kind of see some, li- some similarities between <laughs> your game when you're comparing him to Harrison Smith? Harrison? Yeah. Layton, you might be my new best friend, man. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's some high praise. I mean, that dude's a perennial pro bowler, probably going to be a hall of famer. Um, yeah. I, well, let's be, let's be fair than you're saying, not that I'm good. I'm just saying that the game style is very similar. Sure. Not, no, I mean, I, you weren't as good as him. Yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I no. Mean, I, if, if if me and Harrison were that comparable, I'd probably still have logged a couple more credited seasons. But uh, no, I appreciate that, and I I, I guess I kind of get what you're saying. He's not like the biggest dude, the fastest dude. He's got a knack for the mm-hmm. ball, um, and he's just mm-hmm. kind of one of those guys that is always in the right spot and, um, you know, has a nose for the football. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I can tell you, you know, practicing with him for two years, I am definitely not quite the athlete or football player that uh, he is. But, um, yeah, you know, he's – I mean, he's a first-round pick that, um, you know, has carved out a truly kind of, I think, probably a Hall of Fame career. So, yeah. it's interesting. Um, we had the same – so, John Tenuta, he was um, kind of our de facto defensive coordinator, linebackers coach um, my last uh-huh. three years, and, and he coached Harrison at Notre Dame too. Um, yeah. And so, he used to tell me a lot about him. We ran a lot of the same sort of fire zone schemes – and so he'd mm-hmm. tell me kind of what Harry would do um, when he was playing certain spots in the defense before I ever knew him. Um, so it was interesting to kind of hear a lot of that perspective about how he was as a player. And really, he played a lot of like kind of in the box sort of linebacker um, in college and then see, you know, how much of a 
kind of true all around safety uh, he's become in the league, but I, I appreciate the comparison. There, right? <laughs> yeah, no, well, again, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, for, I mean, first of all, I mean, for you to be a four year, you know, starter for, for NC state, I mean, especially with the defenses that that state had during that time, you know, highlighted, you know, by the 2010 defense, I mean, you have to be doing something right. That's all I'm saying, you know, to, yeah. to be a part of that defense for four years. So that, that's all I'm saying, you know, so, um, but uh, yeah, and, and then kind of taking a step back to, uh, you know, talking a little bit more. So, um, so what was your overall experience? Like, I know that, you know, you, you played, you, you were with the practice squad with the, uh, the Falcons, uh, the Eagles and the Vikings. And uh, so, um, you know, definitely jumping around a little bit from, you know, the, the you know, central, you know, up north and then to, you know, southeast in Atlanta, then, you know, up northeast for Philadelphia. So, I mean, what was that overall experience like? And, and I mean, was there anything that you learned from that experience that you even apply in today's life? Yeah. So, I mean, like I bounced around, was in and out, but uh, spent like, you know, parts of three seasons um, in the NFL with, with those organizations. And uh, obviously like a dream come true as a kid, you grew up kind of, you know, watching, watching on TV, just dreaming, of uh, one day kind of wearing a jersey, running through the tunnel, doing all that stuff. So it was cool to get a taste yeah. of it. I'd obviously like to still be playing, you know, pro football instead of selling software. But, um, sure. you know, what I what I really learned is that, you know, you have those guys that are the Harrison Smiths, the truly like kind of elite top four or five percenters in the league. And then you've got a bunch of guys that are all really comparable are, you know, obviously talented, um, obviously high IQ and high football IQ. Um, and, you know, there's just so many of those dudes that are good football players. And then it just comes down to fit and scheme. And if you're in the right place at the right time. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, in the same way that it it worked out real well for me at NC State, you know, started early, became a four-year starter, became an all-conference player. Like, it couldn't have really drawn it up any better it just didn't fall that way for me in the NFL. And I don't think it was because I wasn't like, I think I was good enough and there were plenty of guys that mm-hmm. are comparable. Um, but there's just so many of those guys in the league that um, are, are good football players, but it's really about finding a, you know, finding a coaching staff that's you know, kind of on their way up, building something um, and then finding a scheme that you can fit into and really carve out a niche for yourself. So, um, yeah, it, I mean, it was a great experience. Played for three organizations that were very different. Um, five head coaches in in uh, in that short time. So yeah, it was it was a great experience. Great. Before we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And and one thing, too, I wanted to kind of get your confirmation on because I've always uh, heard this story because, uh, you know, uh, Brandon, I was actually a football equipment manager from 2013, 2017. And uh, so during that time, uh, Jimmy Sutton, who was a former cornerback at State, uh, he was jumping around between 
strength and conditioning, I think a little bit of graduate assistant, stuff like that, jumping around a little bit in the football program. And so so I, I would talk to him from time to time. Uh, and one of the things he always told me, uh, at least a story he always told me, is how you, you and him are both from the same area. And he basically not necessarily took a credit for basically discovering you, but basically saying that uh, that he basically approached the coaching staff with your tape and said, guys, you need to check out this guy and, and, and you're, you're going to like what you see. And basically, and he said, basically, the rest is history that the coach watched tape and and was hooked on you since and then got you to come to NC State. So, I mean, do you, did from from where you're sitting, would you would you say that Jimmy had? Had some to like something, if not a lot to do with that, or do you think that you know <laughs> it was going to happen either way, kind of deal? Nah, absolutely. Jimmy Sutton is a huge reason why I ended up at NC State. So two awesome. things on Jimmy. One, first, um, Jimmy Sutton, um, just a great dude, awesome, awesome cat, yes. and uh, was a heck of a football player in his own right. And so the story is. First, I've got one kind of story on that, and then I've got a second Jimmy Sutton story for you that you may have never heard, and maybe no Wolfpack fans have ever heard. Okay. Um, so the first thing, Jimmy was obviously a cornerback here at State, um, highly touted mm-hmm. recruit, came in, kind of went through the staff change, um, was one of those guys that was an Amato guy that um, you know was kind of in his last year with, uh, with O'Brien and the new staff. And so when... Um, <clears throat> When Jimmy uh, was done playing, he was back. We're, we both are from Boca Raton, Florida. Um, both went to Boca High. And so Jimmy was coaching the defensive backs my senior season. Um, so Jimmy was my coach uh, my last year in high school. And, um, yeah, he, I mean, absolutely, you know, is the one that gets all the credit. He uh, took, like, I had, like, a highlight tape of, like, my first, like, I wasn't a very highly recruited yeah. like, junior player. So like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those guys, that was when rivals and scout were really starting to take off and like 24 seven wasn't even, um, wasn't even a thing yet. So like guys were having like massive offer lists, like dozens of offers before they even started their senior season. And I just, I wasn't one of those guys. So mm-hmm. I, um, I really needed to have like a good senior year in order to kind of like, I think I had two scholarship offers or something. Um, so after the first month, you know, I I was off to a great start. Our team was playing well. And like, I made a little highlight tape of like four games and Jimmy got that, um, to coach Archer and to coach Reed and to the staff. And, and yeah, I mean, they, they came down and offered me a scholarship. Um, yeah, sometime Mm -hmm. I think in October and, or November and yeah, Jimmy's absolutely the reason or one of the main reasons why, um, I ended up at NC state. So and, was there was there any anywhere else you you almost went or or was yes. it your Yeah, so I ended up with um probably like 15 or so offers and like it's funny cuz I went on like as a junior going into my senior year I, like I told you I, I didn't really I wasn't really that highly recruited but I went on kind of this like self recruiting <laughs> tour where I was like visiting schools and like hey I'm Brandon like I play football you know, yeah like check out my tape like, I'd love to come play for you and I did a tour yeah. of um, I went to Wake Forest I went to Vandy I went to Carolina and I went to Virginia and I think I went to Duke too and the only one I didn't visit and I don't know why because um, we were right here was was State. And so, like, I went to all these schools, um, like, basically begging them 
to recruit me uh, after my junior season, like that spring. And they were all like, no, 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 no. Uh, but sure enough, once Jimmy got the tape um, to the coaches up here, I got the scholarship offer from, from state and actually had another uh, high school coach. He coached receivers, uh, Corey Ivy, that was a receiver at West Virginia. And he did the same thing with the with the West Virginia coaches. And so NC State and West Virginia actually offered me on the same day. Um, I'll never Dang. forget that. And then, yeah. like, you know, once two schools like that put put their stamp on you, then, like, yeah. the rest of the offers start coming in. But those are actually the only two schools I ended up taking a recruiting visit to or an official visit to. Um, and, yeah, just had a great visit here. Came over Thanksgiving. We played Miami. Um, beat Miami oh, at home. It was awesome. You know, grew up mm-hmm. obviously South Florida kid. My grandpa went to UM. So like that was an awesome thing mm-hmm. to see. Whereas like on my visit to West Virginia, I'm in Morgantown. Like they're playing South Florida. It is like 25 degrees in a blizzard. <laughs> not for me. And, like there's inches of snow. I'm just like, I this probably this place isn't for me. Did, yeah. did West Virginia or yeah. South Florida um, win that game? So yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh that was kind of the Brandon Bishop recruiting. Uh, you know what? I don't it, I think it, it had to be um it had to be West Virginia because I remember oh, yeah. we went out after the game the- and um you you got you guys remember Pat White. Yeah, um, I was gonna say quarterback. And um, yeah. Yeah, he went out. We they like rented out some big club in Morgantown, and like you would have thought this dude was like, you know, the governor of West Virginia. It was <laughs> it was insane. But um, yeah. Anyway, Jimmy Sutton's story. Before we move on, um, yes, I'll be going so, to back up. <laughs> Jimmy Sutton. Um, I I don't know if you guys know, but he was like a four star, I think five star on some other services. Like he was a very highly recruited, um, like number athlete. number six. Number six overall athlete in, in the mm. country. Like yeah. Top 200 Got, national recruit. Uh, Got to be like one of the um, one of the higher recruits that State's ever, ever landed. But <clears throat> for a long time, uh, Jimmy was supposed to go to Texas. And um, at the time, Mac Brown was a coach at Texas. And so the story goes, Mac Brown... He had gotten a commitment from Jimmy Sutton. Um, he came down to um, he came down to visit the high school, but like you know, thought the recruiting was done. Jimmy had committed; it was over. Mac Brown sits down in coach coach's office, puts his boots <laughs> on the desk, leans back in the chair, and Jimmy says, "Yeah, I'm not going." And uh, you know, Mac broke his heart. Yeah. Spit out his uh, spit out his drink, but um, yeah, Jimmy Sutton decommitted from Texas. Told Mac, "I'm going." Uh, so we'll need to have we'll need to have at least one fan in the stadium and, uh, that says uh, Chuck the Jimmy chest. Sutton says hi to Mac always, Brown or something. I always got a kick out of that. <laughs> says that hi. Funny, he probably Brown. won't even care, but he might even remember. He's so old enough now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, "Who's that? Who's?" <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, so, so, but one thing too, though, Brandon. I mean, I did want to bring up, you know, obviously, one play that sticks out to me from from your time. I mean, there's a lot of plays that really stick out, you know, to me uh, during your time at state. But the one that stands out to me the most 
is the champ sports ball when we're playing West Virginia, which I, now that you're saying this, how ironic is it that we played West Virginia and probably one of the biggest bowl games that States played in, and you know, a long time. So, uh, but, uh, you know, you had that ridiculous sick catch basically jump. I mean, it, it looked like a clear touchdown all of a sudden, like, like you, there's a camera and there's a wide receiver by himself all of a sudden out of like left field, you just come jumping over and just snag it. And, and Nate Irvin comes over or Terrell, I can't remember who it was just celebrating, jumping up and down. And it was, it was, that was ridiculous. But, you know, I mean, looking back at that game, but then also to even the week of the year after where you guys played Geno Smith and then Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, yeah. you know, at the time it wasn't really understood, but now looking at back at it now, you're like, wow, like those were two really good teams, you know, that that state beat back to back with two quarterbacks that aren't necessarily Hall of Famers, but I mean, they've established themselves in the NFL and still are in the NFL to this day. So, yeah, you kind of yeah. hang your hat on that a little bit. Um, I mean, I I cherish every one of those uh, passes that. I ended up catching that wasn't intended for me. I love them. I, I love I love them all equally. Yeah. But um, no, nah, yeah. that was a that was a special game and a cool week. Uh, West Virginia talks so much smack all week long. Um, you, you know when you yes, go to these bowl games, I don't know how they're doing them now with um, you know like COVID and all that. But like typically, there's like a bunch of these outings during the week where like you get the teams together and they're kind of around each other. And like usually it's kind of like, you know, kind of lighthearted, kind of back and forth trash talk. But like th- these dudes were just so lame and it was just like it, they were just nonstop, like just just talking trash all week. And it wasn't even like yeah, it was just lame stuff. So anyway, we were we were fired up. We, we, we wanted to really um, hand it to them. And, you know, we we ended up. Uh, beating them pretty good um and at that mm-hmm. time gino was already kind of like you know gino was a big deal Tavon austin some of these dudes like they had some real weapons and um yeah. so that was a great win and um you know we did we we ended up playing teddy a young teddy bridgewater the next year in uh mm-hmm. in what was then called the belt bowl what's now maybe like Duke Mayo or it's probably Duke yeah. Mayo got like three, three other names by now. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, people didn't really know a ton about uh, Teddy at that point. Cause I think he was maybe a sophomore or something, but um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was around Teddy briefly yeah. in Minnesota, my second That's year right. they drafted him as a, yeah. as a first round pick. And so got to know him a little bit and yeah, both those guys have carved out nice careers. I mean, I think Teddy's a really good quarterback and obviously he had that, kind of catastrophic knee injury that derailed a lot of his yeah. early development and momentum. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, both those guys have hung around the league for almost a decade or more now. So you got to kind of tip yep. your cap to that. For sure. For sure. So, uh, so with that being said, we're going to have to wrap it up right here as we ran out of time for part one, but make sure to tune in for part two as we continue this conversation and start to talk a little bit more about the you know the current football team and uh, talk a little bit more about Brandon's time in state as well. So please make sure again as a reminder, hit that subscribe button, give us a like, check out our, all of our great state content, give us a follow, Tuffy Talk now on Twitter or Instagram. But thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you for part two. As always, go pack y'all.